I I struggle. Like I woke up in the middle of the night last night thinking about all these Kirby girl beanies that I had made. You know, I spent you know, my own personal hard-earned money purchasing all these hats and like giving them away or selling them. And, and, and then it's like, (sighs) well, let's, let's talk about that because like how many people have, how many people have asked you about the Kirby girl brand? And that's been around, what year did you start Kirby girl? 2012. 2012. And I, once again, think that a lot of people don't know the origin of Kirby Girl. Where, What did that mean for you? How did it start? What does that brand, you know, what was the point of that? Because I think a lot of people immediately think you were talking about you, like Kirby Girl as in you, but really mm-hmm. that's not it. So it's educating not, people not. on where that, actu- that, that brand name came from, um, I think is important and I think you should tell tell people where where that started. Yeah, so it started um at a time in my life when I was working for a company um that was very toxic. I was working for a very toxic agency and I was being told that I was too much over and over again. I was too much. I was a distraction. I needed to sit down keep my head down and work and and not speak up and not be myself. I I was beat down so much in the you know 4 years that I worked there, 4 or 5 years that I worked there when I when I quit um I had a little bit of time um in between starting my next gig and um as a designer it it was just a a breath of fresh air to be like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to work on something for myself. So because I was obviously going by the name Kirby um, and that was the company that I worked at where they they named me Kirby and it was because my last name used to be Irby and my first initial in my first name is K. So because of my last name and my first initial, I became Kirby and, and that's how I got the name. And um, when I left... Uh, Michigan and moved to Wisconsin, I started working on Kirby Girl. And what Kirby Girl was, was the idea was that there are so many women out there and people out there that are more than just a mother. You're more than just an employee. You're more than just what you do every day. And um, I wanted it to be inclusive to anyone and everyone that felt like they had a certain level of confidence, style, and edge. That was my tagline, Kirby Girl, confidence, style, and edge. And so I started to network through Facebook and I met amazing, amazing people. Um, one one girl was, um, she skateboarded, but she was like legally blind and she was like an extreme like skateboarder and I just thought that was so awesome and I so I had like done this um you know came up with the logo started having merch design stickers all types of stuff and I started meeting people um there was one woman who I met who was like a mom and like worked like a typical normal job but like was a boxer and she fucking boxed on the weekends and like actually would like fight and like uh, like different things like that or um 
I just started to build up this group and this following. So I had, quote unquote, Kirby girls all over the world um, in Florida, in California, in, um, you know, Chicago and like big areas where I was sending them merch and asking them to go out to whether it was some type of an event or a concert or whatever, I would send them a box of a bunch of Kirby Girl swag. And I was like, go to these events. And um, if you see somebody that's really representing confident style and edge, give them give them this Kirby Girl swag. And, and that's kind of how it started was just like a, I was trying to start a movement because I had just had my second child and I was in a place where I was, whether you want to call it a midlife crisis or whatever, I was feeling like, and I think most mothers get to a place like this where you've been raising babies and you've been going through the motions on autopilot, keeping the keeping your babies alive, going back to work, hitting the grind, like doing all of the like repetitive day-to-day stuff, washing bottles on repeat, like all of it, right? And then like one day you wake up and you're like, who the fuck am I? And like, what did I used to love to do? And like, what is that? And just taking that back, taking that back on and saying like, you know what? I am, I like to snowboard. I like to skateboard. I like to box. I like to fight. I like to skydive. I like to do something extreme. Like I am in a band. I'm, um, you know, reading my child bedtime stories at night, but then I'm like in a punk rock band on the weekends or whatever. Like, just something more than your typical role that we've been placed in. So I was like really yearning for that, like helping other women and people realize that you're more than just the title that you've been given. And so very similar to like the clothing line Roxy, like that was like one um, brand that I really emulated where I was like, I, I like like this like extreme like Roxy, like you think of like surfing and skating and, you know, um, girls and women who just like live a little bit more like on the edge. And so that was what Kirby Girl was to me. And I met a lot of amazing people, majority women, because I wanted I'm very much for empowering women. It's part of the reason why I got certified to be a doula and help women have natural unmedicated births, because I believe that a woman's body is so powerful and so amazing. And we've been told that we can't do certain things. We've been told you hit like a girl, don't cry like a girl, don't run like a girl. You've been told all these different things. And I've always thought the opposite, that women are fucking badass. Like the the fact that people use the term pussy to to describe somebody who's so weak is so the complete opposite of everything that I fucking stand for, that I'm like, if I would just fucking tap a ball sack on a man, they would fucking drop to their knees. Yet a woman is so fucking powerful when it comes to pussy power. Like you have no idea until you tap into that and really push the fucking boundaries and limits on what you what you are capable of doing, whether it's birthing a child or climbing a mountain or just like getting through something extreme. I feel like women do it all. They they orchestrate everything. They do it all and they hold their heads up high and they don't get enough credit. So Kirby Girl is a brand that really speaks to it all to say you're more than just your everyday role. You are more than that. And so 
letting go for me of the term girl has nothing to do with Kirby Girl. It literally has nothing to do with Kirby Girl. Kirby Girl is a movement for me to help other people stand in a spotlight that maybe has been, they've been in a shadow and they've been dimmed and I'm here to light them back up. But I'm not here to say, you can't wear Kirby Girl because Kirby, the original person of Kirby Girl, no longer identifies as girl and is no longer attached to the term girl. Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. Like Kirby Girl is a brand. And if you believe that you feel and have the confidence and the style and the edge and that you want to represent a Kirby Girl brand, then fucking represent the Kirby Girl brand. Has nothing to do with me and being non-binary. I like watching you get all fired up. Go from crying to like back on to my game. I fucking love it. <laughs> um, okay, so another question that I wanted to ask that I think is really important and I think we should talk about, and I guess maybe not ask, but talk about. Um, tons of people have told me that I should no longer address myself as a lesbian now that you have come out as non-binary. And I so strongly disagree. And it's a little bit of a trigger for me, if I'm being honest. And I think um, without getting too into it and, and turning it into a conversation that I could really, really dive into, it is probably the hardest part, if not the only hard part of you coming out as non-binary is being told that I no longer should be addressing myself as a lesbian because that that's like a hit to me. That one hits deep because I worked a really long time and really hard to be able to say outwardly that I am a lesbian and I am damn proud of it. And um, finally at a point in my life where I don't even hesitate. In fact, I'm excited to be able to like say that out loud. Or like I said, the, the couple times I have messed up, it's because I want people to know that I am gay. Like I, I'm not with a man. I'm with a woman and I'm excited to be that way. And um, so when I read certain comments or hear certain things about people saying that I, well, I wouldn't technically be a lesbian anymore, or I can't, you know, call myself a lesbian. That's an ick. That's such an ick. And it, it digs deep. And um. So we ended up, you sent me an article talking about how non-binary lesbianism has been around for a really long time. I was actually surprised to see the dates on that article because, again, I wasn't educated before this year. So it was a little bit of like a wow moment for me that, you know, this has been a thing for people dating back before I was even fucking born type of thing. Okay. And the article, just in case anybody wants to read it, the article is linked in my bio on all my platforms and my link tree. It's the first article, and I'll leave it there for, for people to read. But yes, non-binary lesbians have existed forever. Um, yeah. And, and and there's, you know, it it's, I, I feel like for me personally, it's so separate. It is so separate. What I'm attracted to and what I identify as, they're two separate buckets, you know, there's two separate avenues. And I am today, as I came out as lesbian, saying I 
am attracted to women. I know my assigned birth is female. I still am in tune with my womanhood. And uh, like naturally, I have a monthly cycle. I have a very soft um, skin and curves and breasts and all of the things that make me feel attached to womanhood. Now, because I'm saying I'm non-binary doesn't mean that I completely erase all the things that make me a woman. There are still things that I love about being a woman, not only for myself, but being attracted to to you and, and saying like, I am attracted to women loving women. Yeah, I think I, when I was trying to explain it the other day, I narrowed it down to a very simple, take all of the other stuff out. And the reality of it is, I am a human being with female anatomy attracted to other human beings with female anatomy. And that means I'm a lesbian. And so whether I call you handsome, whether I call you bro, whether I call you, I mean, I follow that a couple on TikTok that I sent you a video where they're talking about how, you know, they're lesbians, they're openly lesbians. Um, But uh, one person in the relationship addresses their significant other as their boyfriend, even though they're they're both very confident and okay with being the women that they are. And being in a lesbian relationship, she calls her significant other her boyfriend. And it doesn't like but, to me. But just, she I'm also like, still you and she also still uses the pronoun she, she her. Yes. yes. And that's the thing is that like for me, I could call you literally anything. It does not matter what I call you or address you as that's the part of it that just comes to like respecting what people prefer the reality of it though is that I am attracted to people that have female anatomy and and that like and that just doesn't I'm yeah and so that's really the basics of it and I think that if you don't overcomplicate it and you don't think too much in it like into it it's it really is pretty simple if you allow it to be. A hundred percent. And in the article, I even found it. I was surprised that there are lesbians that go by the pronouns he, him. Yeah. And there are lesbians that go. And that is a thing. That is a mm-hmm. thing. It's just, it's educating yourself. It's, it's, it's allowing yourself to know that it is not, it is a spectrum. It is not black and white. And not everybody is a cookie cutter lesbian. Yeah. And the other thing too is that, if it's not your relationship, and I say this in the most loving and respectful of ways, but also like, if you know me, you know that I I have a very short fuse for certain things. And I think right now I'm just really frustrated with certain things regarding the whole thing, because my mind goes goes back to like, if it's not your relationship, and you're not a part of it, if if what I address you as is what I address you as, and it doesn't affect anybody else. Why is anybody else worried about it? Why is our relationship something someone else is so someone else is so pressed about? That to me, that's the confusing part to me because this whole dynamic of being in a lesbian relationship with a non-binary person that doesn't confuse me. What confuses me is everybody else's desire and want to over-explain it and understand things that like. What are, what are you going to gain from from digging so deep into somebody else's relationship, you know? And if it's because you really want education, 
go educate yourself seriously because there is a world of information and it takes a couple taps of the finger and boom you can be reading articles upon articles of all of the education that you need to get to a point where you could understand it without um asking personal people and digging deeper than than is needed and that would eliminate a lot of the stress and anxiety and maybe like exhaustion on your end or my end or their end even where like take the middleman out of it and just go straight to the source and go learn i had somebody comment the other day and i almost did a video reply to it but then i just i i kind of just let it go because i was just like i don't want my whole platform to be about me trying to justify or educate or argue even though i've had lots of amazing comments of people saying thank you so much for educating me thank you for allowing me to know it from this side um, but somebody commented and said, if you don't like feminine terms, why are you so okay with saying lesbian when that's a feminine term? And I sat back and thought about that for a while. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't know. I, I struggled with this even when we first came out. It was like people were arguing when I said I was lesbian before I openly publicly said I was non-binary on my platform. And I came out lesbian. I had people coming at me saying, no, you're not. No, you're not. Because you've been with a man before and you have you have children. So you're bisexual. And I was saying, yeah, I was bisexual until I wasn't bisexual anymore. And now I'm here to say that I will not be with another man. That is not an interest to me. I had to work through it. I had to unlearn and I had to heal from a lot of things to be where I am today to say that I'm a lesbian. And now while I'm openly saying I don't like femme terms, I have people saying, well, you still can't use the term lesbian. And it's this whole like gatekeeping and, and really telling people like, you know, it's like it's so high school. It like makes me feel like when I was back in high school and it was like, well, are you a preppy? Are you a jock? Are you a stoner? Are you a skater? Which one are you? And it was like, well, I'm a mix. Like I'm a little bit of all of it. Like I, I, I'm just me. Like I don't know what more to tell you. I am me. And I'm sorry if like I cannot fill that whole entire box. I can't check the whole entire box because I have all these other pieces to the puzzle that make me who I am. I'm sorry, like whether you're a gold star lesbian or you've been with a man your whole life and you have a whole slew of kids and today you're saying like, you know what, like I only like women and I only want to be with women for the rest of my life. And if you want to say you're a lesbian, by all means, say you're a fucking lesbian. Like at the end of the day, like maybe these maybe these gatekeeping terms are keeping people from healing and growing and evolving. So I'm I'm saying like if it feels more comfortable for someone to say that I'm queer, I'm okay with being queer. If it's more comfortable for someone to say that I'm just gay, I'm okay with being gay. I'm okay with being a lesbian. I'm okay with gay. I'm okay with queer. I'm okay with all of it. I'm just telling you right now that like I am not straight. I am far from straight. It took me a long time to get here. And whatever that, whatever category you want to place me in to make yourself understand it, to make yourself feel better go for it. Because at the end of the day where I lie my head, I know who I am and what I am. And I don't have to keep justifying and explaining it over and over again. But what I do have to do is speak up when something doesn't feel comfortable to me. And if one day I speak up and say, hey, 
I went long enough with hearing people call me girl over and over again. And I'm letting you know that like that really doesn't sit well with me anymore. I don't want to be referred to as a girl. Then mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. And and take it or leave it. I, I, I don't know, you know, and, and even people saying like close people in my life saying like, I'm sorry. Like I just I, like when I when I when I think of they them, I think of multiple people. I can't help it. I, I can't I can't make the adjustment. And yes, it's like, OK, well, then just call me. Kirby. Yes, you can, though. Yes, you can. <laughs> and that's the, that's what I that's the part that I think irritates me the most is that like the truth of it is. I was that same person. And as long as you just apply yourself to it, you can. It's, and I think that's like the bitch in me coming out. And I try not to say more than I should because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But I, like I said in the video that I made, I was the poster child for ignorance when it came to that entire thing. Yet here I am in a committed relationship with a non binary person, respecting that person's pronouns every single time I talk about them. And so if I can do it, fucking anybody can do it. Quite literally, I am no more capable than anybody else that exists in your life, on social media, it doesn't matter. And for somebody to say, well, it's just so hard, or well, it just comes so naturally to call you this, or like, especially I think the ones that get me the most are the ones that are typed. If you're going to type out a message and you are going to type the word G-R-I-L girl to a non-binary person, you have so much time to read or reread to think about it before you hit send. You have time to say the sentence in your head before you say it out loud. It just takes applying yourself and giving a shit. And for somebody to say that they can't do that is an excuse. And it's you not being a like not being willing to put your normal habits aside to educate yourself and get to a point where you're respecting the person that's in your life. Like I'm sorry, but to me, that's like, mm, no, no, I don't, I don't agree with, with any of the excuses that people could say. It just, it's dumb. <laughs> if I'm being complete, it's fucking dumb. Yeah. I had to um, block somebody yesterday who, you know, it, what's interesting to me, it's, it's, it's from a lot of people who follow me, you know, and whether I lose followers over this or not, you know, um, so be it. Um, but it was directed from somebody who follows me and they were bullying me all week long, all week long. They bullied, cyber bullied me and blatantly went on various videos of mine and, and would say, or, um, is various the right word? I don't even know at this point, but, um, multiple, multiple, they went on multiple videos of mine and would comment she, her girl, all the different things. And I left it for a while. And, and, you know, some of my um, my diehard fans, followers would step in and correct this person. And, um, you know, they would have back and forth conversations. Well, I wasn't going to block this person because I'm like, oh, they follow me, whatever. But you know what? <laughs> they were not they were not seeing me. They were not hearing me. They do not belong on um, as a follower because they're not supporting me. And like, I'm sorry at this at this point in my life on TikTok where I'm sharing and, you know, like, of course I want to grow my following. I've been saying for so long, like, oh, I want to reach that 100K follower goal. But at, at the end of the day, I want people who respect me and see me as as who I am today. And 
if you've been on the journey the whole entire time, like God bless you. Thank you for sticking it out and 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 supporting me and encouraging me and letting me know that you still are here and you love me and all the great things. I very much appreciate that. But if you're just going to constantly try to knock me down and I know it's a public platform and you can say whatever you want to say, but I also have the right to stop it. I also have the right to stop it and block it and and protect my mental health. And I'm in a place right now in my life where I have reached out for more therapy. I have been dealing with intrusive thoughts. I have been dealing with gender dysphoria. I have been going through a lot of thoughts and feelings. And so when I constantly have somebody who's showing up and bullying me, um, it's not healthy for me. And so I will start to block. I will start to remove those people from my life and um, not feel sorry about it. Yeah. It reminds me of when you and I, back last year, around this time, actually, when we were coming out as as lesbian, right? And I know personally, like I had a shitload of family that just like simply didn't understand it, simply couldn't accept it. And I am the first person to understand and accept that it does not take everybody the same amount of time to understand something. Um, And that's okay. Just like it doesn't take everybody the same amount of time to learn how to address a non-binary person. That's okay. But showing that you are trying is the most important part. So just like with my family, um, there were people that I had to distance myself from for a long time. Now, at this point in time, a lot of those people that I had distanced myself from, I have now created kind of a new relationship with, and we're we're not so distant at this point, but it's just a little bit of a different dynamic because there's still not that full acceptance. There's still things said from time to time that I'm just not okay with because I have put up walls where I'm not willing to take certain things. And I think it's kind of the same way with any big, big change or um, like with you coming out as non-binary, like if you can't apply yourself and be respectful to the people in your life, don't be surprised when those people do put some distance there and do put some walls up and maybe stop with the extra communication because it is uncomfortable. So just, you know, for anybody listening, keep that in mind that, um, you know, just don't, don't be surprised if, if you can't be respectful to the people in your life, if they choose to maybe just step back and put a little bit of a shell up until you're able to apply yourself in the same way that I had to do with my family and friends, um, until they were able to be more respectful towards it. And then I said, okay, you know, now that you respect me and you understand what I, who I am and what I am choosing to do in my life, now I'll, I'll let you back in and I'll give you, you know, this space with me um, in this new, in this new relationship that we can have together. Yeah. One thing I would say, um, as a piece of advice, if I could give to anybody out there, whether you're, um, however you identify and categorize yourself. Um, I recently took a, a course, a class, uh, through, uh, work that was called, um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, D-E-N-I. Very common in a lot of corporate environments. If you don't know diversity, equity, inclusion, you should eventually start to learn it and understand what that means for you and and the people that you work with and you know experience everyday real world with. Um, but um, I think 
it would be really helpful for people just to start having their pronouns, introducing yourself with your pronouns, whether you're straight, queer, gay, lesbian, whatever you identify as, just say, you know, I am Kirby, they, them, Ember, she, her, and really introducing yourself and saying that because then it like starts to normalize it. It starts to make other people feel uncomfortable. I work in a corporation where nobody nobody addresses their pronouns. Nobody has them in their email signature. It is not a thing. And so I feel so uncomfortable and like an outcast every single time when I'm like Kirby, they, them, social media manager. You know, it's like somebody else just jump in and say it with me. Like it's just like such an awkward thing. And you know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because same, I work in a school district and I noticed the very first person the other day, she emailed me and I noticed she was the only person. And mind you, I get multiple emails a day from all of the different staff at, at not only my school, but the entire district. And she is the only person that I have ever seen have her pronouns at the end of her signature. And one thing that I just want to add in is that it's never too late to add yours. I just added mine to my TikTok page, what, like three days ago? And I, it wasn't that I was avoiding it or that I even, you know, I I know what I've preferred this entire time. But like it after we had had a couple conversations, I was like, you know, it is important that other people see it. And some people don't know how to address a certain person. So I added them there and I added them on my signature at work. And I thought to myself for a minute, if she can do it, I can do it. Like, I shouldn't be ashamed of it. I shouldn't be like hesitant towards it. Just fucking do it. It doesn't matter what year it is, what day it is, how long people have been using it. It's never too late to throw yours in there as well. Yeah. Hundred percent, and and just not assuming, especially in the younger generation. I mean, if you're a parent and you are, whether your your children are very young right now and it doesn't apply, you will get to a point where you're going to be meeting a lot of your child's school friends, sport sports uh, teammates, all of the different things, right? And you cannot assume today. You cannot assume whether somebody is a he, him, or she, her, or they, them, or all the different ways to identify. I mean, we're only hitting on three of them. Now, there's a shit ton of them that I'm still learning about. And um, I just think it's important to respectfully ask if you're unsure. It is not disrespectful. You are not going to sound rude in any way if you if you meet somebody for the first time and you ask them their pronouns. I I am here today to tell you that will make them very happy, feel seen and heard. It is um something that uh should not be frowned upon at all. Ask people what their pronouns are. Ask them how they want to be handled, what makes them feel warm and fuzzy inside, and what makes them feel uncomfortable. And it goes back to when we talked about um, different terms that, um, for me, um, dealing with sexual abuse as a child into my adult life, um, there are certain terms that we will not use when it comes to intimacy or thing or, or not even just terms, but even different um, situations that might be triggering, that might be uncomfortable for me. It all comes down to conversation and trusting people and feeling safe and valued in a, in a way that you can openly say, 
that doesn't feel comfortable to me. And so when I go back to the video that I made on my TikTok platform, asking people not to call me girl, lady, ma'am, those things, I wasn't trying to be an asshole. I know maybe it was a little bit cocky and I can be a cocky kind of person, but I wasn't being an asshole. I was just saying like, I'm not comfortable with it anymore. I'm letting you know today. It doesn't matter if I went 42 years allowing it. If I change my mind today, I'm telling you today, it no longer suits me. Please do not use it. Well, and just to justify the fact that it doesn't make you an asshole, we've been together for almost a year at this point. And just the other day, there's a term that I use for you that I took a second and I was like, shit, you know, I wonder if they're actually comfortable with me using this term. And I took the time to text you and ask you, hey, I know I've been calling you this from the get go. But like, are you okay with that? Because again, it all goes back to respect. And like, even if I for a moment just thought to myself, hmm, maybe Kirby doesn't actually prefer that. Now I know solidly because I took the time to ask and you answered and now we moved on and and it was fine. And just like, was it yesterday that you called me something over a text and I took the time to tell you like, I really fucking like it when you call me that. And it's just like you said, communication, it it doesn't mean you're trying to be an asshole. It just means that you're, communicating that whether it's a good thing or a bad thing yep you have a voice use it if people love you they're gonna love you and if people don't understand it you can take the time to educate them or you can just kind of move past it and know that those probably aren't people that you want to surround yourself with if mentally it's affecting you in any kind of way have your boundaries can i tell you something yes tell me i love you just the way you are and i'm really fucking proud of you thank you It's taken me a long time to love myself and there are days where I don't and I know that's okay and I know that's normal, but to have your support and your love every day, to have Tommy's support and love every day, to have my brothers and my mom and people who are taking the time to understand me and and what makes me feel safe and comfortable, I I feel very lucky. I feel very lucky. And um, yeah, so thank you. I'll always be here supporting you. Every day in all the ways, just don't be surprised when I crush a couple watermelons if I get real frustrated at some people. (laughs) Deal. Okay, you guys. Well, um, we love you. And until next time. Until next time. Meet, meet, meet. Backstage, DM us on Instagram at Fashionably Late Lessons. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode.